Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast, your guide for growing lawn care and landscape startups into a thriving business. This show is dedicated to helping you improve your business and achieve financial success. Your host, Paul Jameson, is the best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash and The Lawn Care Advantage, winning strategies for a thriving landscaping business. Join us as Paul shares his expertise and passion, helping you create a prosperous future. Now, here's your host, Paul Jameson. Welcome to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast with special guest Tony Rudolph. So this is going to be part two and the conclusion of our conversation. We had it synced live in Duluth, Georgia. Uh, Tony was so uh, gracious to come on up to Duluth and uh, join us at synced live for the pod row uh, where Naylor had a whole bunch of us podcasters set up and, and just podcasting away. So last week on the program, uh, we featured the interview with Tony's father, Jim Rudolph, who's been in the lawn care industry since 1984. And so Tony grew up right into the industry and uh, now has his own business, which is absolutely thriving uh, right on the shoreline there of Lake Oconee, these beautiful multi-million dollar lake homes uh, that, that just go around the lake there in Reynolds Plantation. Uh, Tony's serving those high-end homes and uh, making them look pristine. And so we're going to continue our conversation with Tony today. Uh, part two, again, this was recorded at Synced Live here in Duluth, Georgia. Enjoy part two, the conclusion of my interview with Tony Rudolph. Yeah, yeah. And no, you have a thriving business and Jeremy has a thriving business. Right, right. And it's, it's, um, yeah. So I, I mean, I have enormous respect for people that, you know, run big companies. And I think, <laughs> um, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you're on pace to grow a great big company, you know, like guys, like the guy I'm talking about, um, so I have a couple other friends, Jamie and Eric, they came here last year. Yeah. They're growing, they're doing really well. So I think that some people that are not doing well, they don't, you know, reach out to others. They're not, you know, like this guy I'm talking about. Um, I don't know that he's really putting in the work to build relationships and to, you know, go to talks and do these things. Maybe he is, but from my perspective, I don't, I don't think he is. So I guess what you're saying, whether our business is small or we're going to go big, we got to make sure we're doing it the right way. And I guess there, there are ditches on both sides of the road, whether you're going solo or you have a big company. I mean, there's pros and cons and problems to both. Um, but I'm just talking about for me, I got to make sure that I'm trying to improve my business by at least a couple percent every year. Um, and that's a hard thing because the easiest thing to do is just show up, just mow the same ones. I've always mowed on Monday, mow on Monday, you know, do that. Um, and not that that's bad, but um, but the th the thing that worries me as a solo guy. So like, if you build a large company, right? So you could you could have build this to a point where not only are you not mowing, but like like Jonathan, some of these people, you could be at a point where this thing's running without you even there. And obviously, that's not going to work 
that doesn't work like that with a solo <laughs> setup. So, so what that means is, is your solo setup has to be so good. So, you know, the yards all grouped together and, you know, making great money on them to the point where that small group of customers, the only ones you have serve you extremely well. Um, so it's kind of a, you can still get freedom from it and you can still have a, you know, a good, uh, future and even later in years and things, but you're going to have to pay attention to the same P and L's and everything, just like you would, you know, big yeah. company or small company. So um, the only way to success in this industry is you're going to have to work hard one way or the other. Right. There's that's whether you're running a $6 million business or a couple hundred thousand a year or a few hundred thousand a year, whatever you're doing, hard work is, uh, yeah. you, yeah. you gotta, you got, yeah. there's, there's no way around it. But my point is the pros and cons if you go big, there's more employees, which is more people, and then there's more customers, which is more people. People have problems. Employees get, yeah. get issues or, or quit, and customers have issues. And whether a pipe breaks on the property and they got a leak or their dog runs out of the fa- – I mean, there's, there's more people is more stress. It's more responsibility. It's more <clears> – <throat> issues and so you have to understand if you're if you're signing up for that the pro is you you can earn more if, if you if you're mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. the right profit margin Jonathan Potoshnik's business is 15 million dollars a year he, he's uh, he's in a five-week uh, vacation right now in New Zealand yeah and his lawn business is making him a lot of money and he's sitting on the beach or, or he likes to hike he's probably hiking some <laughs> you know thing in New Zealand staying at a five-star resort and he's making a bunch of money, but he's also built built the right business. So the pro is if you scale the right way, you have a bigger uh, ceiling to, to earn more money. But you also, what if he's in New Zealand and his main guy, I think his name's Phil uh, or Philip or I don't know. He said on my podcast, what if that guy quits? Yeah. Now he's, uh, <laughs> you know, he's going to have to replace it. I don't think that guy's going to quit. I think Jonathan takes good care of him. Yeah. But there's a lot of um, responsibility because uh-huh. he's got all those customers. Um, and then on the other side, <clears throat> the pros and cons, what, what do you, would you say the um, pros and cons are? Uh, my, I have one that it, I'll, I'll let you say it. If not, I'll say it because I was solo for years. But what, what do you think the pros and cons of solo is? Um, I think the cons is, is that you have to mow every yard and pull every weed. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like even for me, like I've ran a backpack blower every day for the last 18 years so like my knees hurt a little bit like all the time you know what i mean <laughs> so mm-hmm. um so yeah so there are some of those cons like that um you know and, and so those are things and then i think a big con um if you stay solo is just the fact that you're i would i i could see myself tending to not really take steps of faith or of risk in my business and some risk steps of faith and risk in life are very healthy. And whereas people, these big businesses, like they're, they're taking steps on faith and taking steps on risk that, Hey, I'm going to buy this truck and I'm going to find the work to fill this up. You know, um, you know, just like, just like the parable where he gives everybody these talents. And then one guy as a solo guy, I don't want to be the guy that just bury in the ground and like, yeah, I just, I took care of my 28 customers and, we lived a okay, fine life. And then at the end of my life, you know, I, what have I really done? So I think that can be a con, whereas someone has a big business, they have an opportunity to disciple and change the lives of 50 other young guys that work for them 
um, even above, you know, just money and, and mowing grass, you know, they can, they can make a huge difference in people's life. Um, so that's another thing as a solo. So that means I'm going to have to involve myself in other ways of impacting people's life uh, because I'm not day to day sitting with someone in the truck. So, you know, it's my responsibility to, you know, disciple and to minister. And so that, that can definitely be a con, you know, like I said, just the, and then if you, you know, if you're sick, you're down, um, those can be things, but that's why another great thing of where I'm at now, since I had paid off my house, I basically have a four day route. Mm. So that's what I have right now after. That's, yeah. Yeah. So a lot of things help with that, you know, that I was in the, that I condensed into the neighborhoods helps make it a little faster. And then, um, you know, after I pay off my house, I, I physically just got rid of some yards, you know? So, uh, the four day route I think is very helpful if you're solo, because then even if something were to happen or I was very sick or something, you know, um, cause we have six days, um, you know, and even the Bible talks about if your ox is in the ditch, technically, you know, if I had to, I could do something on Sunday, but I mean, these neighborhoods where I work yeah. in are closed on Sunday, right. but, um, but you know, definitely Saturday, definitely six days. Um, so that, that gives me basically two days every single week, two full, you know, 24 hour spans where I could, could, uh, you know, do something if, if something bad were to happen. And so, um, so a con is just that you're, you know, you're doing the work, um, but also just trying to be mindful of it as I'm trying to learn that as when I was younger, I was not mindful. I would just run with a backpack blower. You know what I mean? Um, as I get a, a little bit older, I need to work on being a little more smart, like of actual what shoes, like I wear the Brooks shoes, even when I'm out working and stuff, because they like, even like knee doctors and stuff would tell you to wear <clears throat> this brand. Um, so like, you know, some small things like that, that I think if we can still pay attention to those things, cause my knees are not, I mean, I can still run around the building. I mean, they're still fine, but I know like I can, there's a little something there. Right. Um, so if we can kind of pay attention to, you know, what setup we have, what type of, you know, again, the four day schedule helps. It gives you a couple of days of recuperation. Um, but then it's kind of hard because, you know, a lot of these guys, if they're solo, let's say they're working five days at a job. Right. And then they're doing this nights and weekends and stuff. I mean, every day is full and there may be seasons of life where guys listen to this. You, they may have to do that. Um, but you got to if you're going to be solo, you got to make a plan to at some point. You're not going to be run six days a week because it's not physically possible. I mean, you you can you know, it's just it's not physically possible. I mean, you, you could you could die early. You know, I hate to talk like that, but you could, you know, if you. If you just have, you know, no margin in your life, you talk about these things all the time. So as a solo guy, I think that four day schedule really is perfect. Um, but again, you got to work your finances to be able to make that happen, which means you don't need to have a bunch of truck payments. And so it all kind of works together to be able to make that, you know, some guys financially couldn't make a four day week work, even if they had good accounts or whatever, um, if they have lots of payments or lots of things. So that's why it's it kind of all works together if you're going to make the system work. And that's why you got to figure out, Hey, how am I going to live my life? Not, not just what you saw someone on Instagram, but how, how does, you know, what, what do you, what does God have you set in your life? And for me, you know, he talks about, Oh, nothing to one another, except for your, your love for that person. Um, I have that Romans 14. Yeah. So I have it 13. screenshot in my, in my phone, but, um, Romans 13, eight or something like that. Yeah. So, uh, so those are some things that I, uh, so there's, so there's some, definitely some cons. To, I don't know if I answered that question. To, yeah, <laughs> you, you left one out kind of that I'll throw in there, but you, you answered that good. 
My what was the one that you? <laughs> I used to live in the, the apartment complex, uh, right? The, it butts up against the parking lot here. And uh, Alan Iverson was my neighbor. Uh, he lived in the apartment complex. He's a basketball player, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but I just coming back here was kind of like full circle. I'd go work all day, and I'd go back to the apartment complex, and <clears throat> I'd get invitations from my family, like, "Hey, we're gonna we rented a beach house in Charleston for the week. Um, why don't you come with us?" Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. like, "Well, if I if I get started at crack of dawn on Monday, I get all my jobs done, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and if it doesn't rain, then on Friday I can drive, and I'll be there on Saturday and Sunday. Then it's like, oh, well, we check out on Sunday morning. Why can't you come? Like." I can't, like, I, I can't, you know what I mean? This isn't a spring rush, and it's like, I, I, the best I can do is be there on Friday or Saturday, best case scenario. And there was no, I never went on a vacation for, it was always, um, you know, like Friday, Saturday, I'd come back, I mean, it was no one week off. Um, equip, eventually, I got, I didn't go to the whole week originally, but I, you know, would tell my customers, we got a company event, you know, and, and, and they were cool. And the grass in October in Atlanta is not growing or barely growing. It's more leaf cleanups. But anyway, when you're solo, you, you got to be there uh, yeah. in, in Atlanta. Maybe it's different in the Midwest. But I didn't right. go. I missed out on vacations. Um, not because I didn't I, I didn't have the money because I didn't have the time. Yes. And, and yeah. I didn't have, you know, and there, there was a funeral I had to attend. And my buddy Tyler took care of things for me. But it wasn't like it was more like, hey, dude, can you? Can you do these yards? I'll pay you, obviously. Yeah, like, yeah. <clears throat> so that's that's one con. But you mentioned the Lord, like, praying about it. What do you want me to do? And you guys wouldn't be hearing my voice right now. And I'm not saying I always obey the Lord. I don't. But I started this podcast because I felt the Lord called me to do it. You, you wouldn't be hearing this conversation if I didn't obey God's leading on my life. And you have to ask the Lord, what does he want you to do? Uh, Cause it might be solo, it might be might scale, yeah. Yeah. it might be what Matt Lamarsh did. He sold his business and he's selling real estate and he's crushing it. He's making a bunch of money in real estate. In my case, he called me to serve a community of men. I mean, shout out to the ladies, listen. But I feel called to men. Uh -huh. Yeah. In the vision I had, it was all men. Um, if you guys don't know the story I'm talking about, I don't have time to share it, but. The Lord spoke to me about doing this podcast. So you have to ask him, what do you want me to do? And I was just hanging out yesterday with a guy named <clears throat> Timothy Justy. He's South African, so it's pronounced different. But uh -huh. <clears throat> he was sharing a story. He's, he's worth um, tens of millions of dollars. And he said that the Lord called him, and this is in Deuteronomy, I think, 8 or 18. Uh, God's given us the power to produce wealth. And he felt God's called him to make millions of dollars a year um, for many reasons. But he was at, do um, you know who Tom Holland is? Spider-Man? No. Um, I didn't know either. But he, but he was at a five-star um, hotel in New York uh, City. And Spider-Man, who I guess his name's Holland or something, was staying there with him. Not with him, but like in the same little suite thing. Like they could see each other coming and going. And he, anyway, he shared the gospel with Spider-Man, but he said he would have never had the opportunity to share the gospel. The guy who acts as Spider-Man in the movies, I, I don't watch it, but I guess the guy's a big deal. And obviously he has the money to, to afford. It was a $2,000 a night hotel in, in, in uh five-star hotel in New York City. You know, that's $10,000 just for the room for, you know, 
for, for what they stayed five nights. But he said God called him to produce massive wealth because when he's in these environments, he shares the gospel. Um, Grant Cardone, who's in Scientology and doesn't know the Lord, he got in rooms with Grant Cardone and shared the gospel. I don't think Grant received it, but he shared it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he shared it with Spider-Man and he shared it. But he, he what he explained to me was, <clears throat> I wouldn't have these um, in opportunities if I wasn't a multimillionaire, you, you know, because it's, it's not, you don't get in these rooms or, or opportunities if, if you don't right. have it. Absolutely. And yeah. so he has, I think he has 25 or 40, I, I forget, he, he, he's in a different business now. He used to be in pest control business and now he's in a, um, he's in a different, whole different industry, but he's got employees and he's scaled, and, but God called him to scale and he would be disobeying the Lord if he was just running a one-man pest control, get right. rid of your Absolutely. mosquitoes. Yep. God yep. called yep. him and his wife very clearly to big teams, big wealth, uh, and, 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 he, and, and, and he obeyed the Lord. And I was blessed because he, he blessed me so much um, getting to hang out with him. So my point in saying all that is you have to ask the Lord, what is your will for my life, for my business? And don't copy the guy off Instagram because... You don't want to just um, do what someone else is doing. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's a... You're out there in the field, mowing lawns, making money, working hard. But for every dollar you make, you're worried. Worried that you spend too much. Worried that you won't make payroll. Or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake. Simply put, you don't know your numbers. You're not alone. The Landscaping Bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers, learn the language of business, and build a solid financial foundation. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. If you want to earn more money in your business, it may be as simple as raising your prices. Braden used our price increase letter, and what happened? Well, we've actually been in business for 32 years now. My dad started it, and then he handed the reins over to me. And in 32 years, he never increased the prices ever. And I knew that we had to make a change, so we actually got your price increase letter, increased the price by 20%, and um, we were doing around a million gross, up that to 1.2, and we had eight cancellations through the entire thing. So we raised our prices through that letter about 200 grand. Say that Say that one more time. $200,000 that was sitting on the table that we weren't getting access to just through a letter. So it, it helped us out big time. So do you think the price increase letter uh, provided an ROI for you? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, beyond is probably the best investment we've made in 32 years. <laughs> that is awesome. You can get the price increase letter at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. It's a plug and play template. You just put in your information, insert date here, insert name here, and in the most straightforward, consistent way it explains to your customer why you're raising their price it made him 200 grand each year and then you're going to raise the price again next year exactly you you put that point so well because um people sometimes you know especially young guys can think oh well I, you know i want to get five trucks or or i some people brag about if they already have five trucks or or whatever but yeah, but but God may want you to do that, just like what the guy said. Timothy. And he may want me to do that. So that's so even me going forward, um, I need to make sure I'm still even though life is good, see it's easy to make a choice to it's not easy, but you're forced to make choices sometimes in life if your life is really bad. But 
when my life is good, like it is right now, I need to not, if God's asked me to do something, you know, in my life now, I need to make sure I don't not do that because things are good and things are quote, I mean, they're not easy, but things are way better than they ever been. So that the complacency, I guess, is something that I worry about even for me, because I can just go along same, you know, doing my four week, you know, still investing for retirement, doing all these things, hanging out long care events, which I love that. Um, and that's part of what has got me here. And that's part of what will get all of us forward to. But what I'm saying is I got to make sure I don't just fall into complacency because if the Lord wants me to have a $50 million business, I need to be obedient to take proper steps to do that if that's what I'm supposed to do. And that works the same way, I think, with our faith, with anything. If God asks us, you know, if you, if God is prompting me to talk to this guy that's next to me, sitting next to me at the gas station or whatever, um, I need to be obedient to talk to that guy because that's, you know, that's, that's, uh, God prompting us to that. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what you're saying. And, and there's so many opportunities in life that we wouldn't, you know, if we don't run our business well, that we wouldn't get to. And there's people like you're saying with this guy, $10 million, there's people like that, that I can't reach because I'm not, not in these levels and doing these things, you know, with people in these rooms. Um, but you know, but maybe God has me to talk with, I'm talking with solo business owners every single day. Someone's contact me, you know, on YouTube or send me emails so every single day. Hey, what about this? This is happening. Like, um, so it, that is pretty amazing. You know, even like, even in the, the long care industry and then, yeah. So I guess, and then follow up last thing about the, the, um, the scheduling. Mm-hmm. So like with solo. So what I started doing is, uh, at least one year. So this year I did one year. Uh, or I'm not sorry, not one year, one week of the year in January, February, sometimes my business is completely closed. Mm-hmm. And I tell them that and they still pay me the same. It's just I just tell them, hey, this is part of the package. If you want to keep me, um, this is what we're doing now. You're still going to pay the same. But one week a year is going to be closed if I need to put a truck in the shop, if we need to whatever it is. Right. You know, I just tell mm-hmm. them that. Um, I mean, I don't tell them exactly what I'm doing, but I'm telling them these are reasons why you know we're closed once a year. Um, and so that happened, was it last week or week before that? Um, I mean, my wife and kids, we went up to Gatlinburg at this Ober Mountain, went to the ski lodge, went snow tubing and did all that, um, because that is important. Um, but for me, so how I handle like these summer things, um, because of my four day a week, even if my wife's family's going to Destin or something, um, I would just have to go for a long weekend, mm-hmm. but it still is possible. Cause I can still, I could still go Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday and start <clears throat> my yards on Tuesday uh, or vice versa. I could back it forward or, and that, that is kind of a good thing about a four, four day, you know, uh, schedule. And then, you know, and even in, you could possibly even move it a little more than, you know, if you worked on the weekend or whatever, but you know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't, uh, so right now I haven't figured out how to, if I want to go for two weeks to the beach in Florida, like you're saying now I have the money now, but like I, um, yeah, that is, that is still maybe a con. Um, and that is something that I'll have to, you know, hurdle I have to do as my kids start to do sports and things. I mean, there's already things like going on all the time. Um, but at the, I guess the good thing right now is my kids are young. So if you're at the beach about two or three days, they're, you know, they're about done with it anyway. You know, we snow tube for a couple of days and uh, they wouldn't want, they wouldn't, they would, uh, it would be hard for them to do that for a solid week anyway. You know what I mean? Even though I took the whole week off. Um, 
I think it is healthy to at least take one full week off a year, like no, like no zero jobs, you know. Um, and I think, but it, like you're saying, a lot of people like mid country are up. Like this is not a problem. I mean, right. they're going months on end without having to work. But yeah, and Kenny, who was my mentor originally, he would tell his customers just a 48 services uh-huh. a year. And he's the one who taught me, we're going to bill you, let's say it's 900 a month. He, he was the big properties in uh-huh. um, Country Club of the South or whatever. But it's like, okay, so it's 900 on the first of every month, January, February, March, April. Now you're getting 48 services. So he's like, there's four times, four weeks a year where we're not going to be here, but, but your property is going to look clean year round. So February, when everything's dormant, everything's pruned, there's nothing to do. So he'll, right. go, he'll go down um, to the Caribbean. But he tells him 48, like, we'll, we'll, we'll be here 48 weeks of the year, but it's not scheduled, like, which one we won't be. It might be bad weather or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> but That's you, a good idea, too. I may, I may move to something like that in the future. And he uh, does really high-end, pristine, and he keeps them. You would have never known he didn't come that week because he, he goes, yeah. he's not taking off in the middle of the spring rush right, when right. everything's growing. He's, right. He's taking off in January, February, Um. But he, he accepts the expectation. We're going to charge you on the first of the month this amount, and then it will be here 48 times out of the 52 weeks. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, but um, back to Timothy, and this guy was awesome, man. He started in, in alarm, he door-to-door alarm sales, and he'd ask the Lord to help guide him to, like, what doors to knock on. He's got all these crazy, crazy stories. But he got it. He excelled in that. And then um, he was in pest control, and he excelled in that. And that's that's why Grant Cardone invited him to come speak to, to the whatever Grant Cardone's conference is, 10, 10x this or yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he shared the gospel at the event. And, and he said Grant Cardone's wife was like tearing up, like it was convicting her. And and he said Grant was just like, you could tell he was convicted, but he was just kind of like shaking his head like, all right, let's. Look. <clears throat> so, so anyway, but Timothy said you need to take two vacations a year. Um, one kind of po- at the end of the year to recap, how did, what did we do right? What did we do wrong? And then setting the vision for the next year. And of course he wasn't talking to a lawn care crowd, but he says, then in the middle of the year, go on a vacation and just check, how are you doing for your yearly goals? And even if you guys can't go for a whole week, like go on a vacation, get out of your city and, and get alone, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. And, 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 and think and pray and analyze and review. Um, but that was a big thing. He, cause everyone in pretty much everyone there was entrepreneurs, not, it wasn't a lawn care event. It was right. Just a business event. Yeah. yeah business event. A millionaire boot camp is for people that are millionaires or want to be millionaires. But he's like, this is a non-negotiable. If you want to have the, the, the level of success that he has, he's like two vacations a year. And these aren't like you're throwing back beers and like right, right. vacations. Like <laughs> these are like you got your um, journal. Yeah, he he's a Christian man. He's like you are spending time with the Lord, and of course the beach and the beautiful weather, whatever. But you're thinking and you're praying and you're setting the goal, and then you're analyzing. Is there anything you need to adjust? And um, but that was something that he really implemented or told us. Like if you're not going on two vacations a year, you you need to be. Um, but it was it was so powerful of of really getting in God's will for your life. And he shared the same thing you did about you get one guy got uh, one talent and he, and he, um, he didn't waste it, but he didn't, he didn't multiply it. And then the second guy got, I think two uh, talents uh-huh. and he doubled it. Yeah. And then the other guy got 
five talents and he doubled it. And, and the Lord wants us to be fruitful and multiply. And he's like, if you're not multiplying, you're, you're disobeying. It's, it's not a suggestion. You should, you should multiply. So when you put that money in the Smart Vesta Pro investment, it, you know, it's multiplying as long as uh-huh. the, the market's up. <laughs> it, it, but over time, it's going to multiply. And so where can we, you know, we should be always multiplying in, in, in one way or the other. And he's like, basically, he's like, every year of his life, his income increases. Like, that's his goal every year. If I made this amount last year, I'm going to make more this year. And like, so anyway, I'm, I'm all fresh off of hanging out with the guy who's, um, you know, worth tens of millions of dollars that really got me thinking of, of what, what adjustments do I need to make in my life? It was good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've been doing some crazy things lately and which is, which is amazing. And there's so much, I want to hope to even do more events like this and like that in the future to, uh, just to hear people talk, you know, that, that have done big things in life. You know, that's how, that's how we can do big things in life. We have to, you know, ask questions and get around people because like, like you're saying in the story of the talents, um, God basically called the person that he was, he basically failed the guy that he still had the money that he gave. He didn't lose it. He didn't lose it, but yeah. So like, uh, so that's, I guess, kind of, that's what you're saying. That's kind of what I mean is like, God asks us to multiply and keep going forward. And I guess that's kind of what I mean when I say like, I could tend to not take steps of faith or do, you know, just, just roll my life, you know, as it is. But so that's the thing. I need to continue to take steps of faith and continue to uh, say yes to things that God wants me to do. And that's some of that's business things and some not, but um, yeah. So Man, I appreciate you having me on the podcast. I got to see Mr. Producer today for the first time. He's oh, not at all. Time? Never seen him. Yeah. So I got to talk to him for a while and I told him, I said, hey, can you just like talk to me for a minute? I just wanted to hear him talk, you know? He's not at all what I thought he looked like. And I, Did he, you know he was going to be here? No. So how did no. you know who he was? Well, I could, well, I was talking to someone and he was close <clears> and he was talking too. And, uh, you know, like, so you that's a pretty voice. distinct voice. Yeah. And then Daniel pointed him out to me. Um, but again, even, even when I saw him, like it just, I don't know, it, it he looks totally different than what I thought he looked in my mind. Um, <clears throat> not, not in a bad way. Like he looks great, but, um, that's just not what I, it's not what I pictured. So how, how cool is that? Just that, like, uh, I guess if you've never seen him, you never know. Right. <laughs> Hopefully he'll come to equip. I, I've invited him and, uh, Tony's going to be at the, um, morning show on Thursday morning. Such an honor to do that. Thank you. Yeah, we got Jonathan Potoshnik, Naylor's interviewing JP. Wow. Uh, Caleb's pending. I I think he's going to interview Mark Bradley. Uh, So so Jonathan started Service Autopilot and sold it. Uh Mark Uh Bradley started LMN and still runs it. And then we got Tony. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) But uh, good old Lake Country Law Care. So Naylor said, pick whoever you want. And because I knew I'm writing the book for Thriving Mo Tony, I was like, well, this is going to be, you know, Thriving Mo Tony. Meet, meet, meet the man the book's um, structured about. So, Well, it's, you know, it's a huge honor to be a part of, be a part of that panel. You know, it's possibly a once-in-a-lifetime once thing, you know, that you get to do. Um, but, I mean, you never know. Like, uh, so many things like this that I've been able to be a part of that people ask me to be a part of, which really blows my mind, to be honest. But, um, but uh, you know, it's just have a lot of, you know, you guys out there listening, you know, reach out to someone. It just all started with 
back in the day, even before Paul had a podcast, you know, we just kind of started uh, reaching out to each other, like in the lawn care community. And uh, the real lawn care community is still really good. You know, it's still good. So don't don't be afraid to reach out because you never know, like where one relationship will lead to another, you know. Um, From Pleasure Ridge Pizza to <laughs> the Duluth Convention Center here, whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah, this is really cool. This event is really cool. Um, <clears throat> you know, I've never been to, because that's another thing with my new business. I want to try to go to at least, I want to go to a couple lawn care events every year. Um, uh, you know, I want to go to Equip and then I want to go to at least another one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then still still other uh church things, retreats and stuff. And then like you're saying, doing things with, I'm going to do uh, a vaca- vacation for like a long week with my kids, like this summer and then a different one with just with my wife and then something else in the fall. So there's a lot of things, but I, I want to try to go to equip and another lawn care convention every year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like, I really hope to like in the future, I really want to go. I haven't never been before, but at some point I want to go to the Jason Creel's event. Cause I just love you'll Jason love Creel. It. Yeah. Um, you'll, it's, you'll and, love uh, it. yeah, I never been over there. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So it was just, uh, like this was something that Naylor invited me to. Mm-hmm. So like, man, like what a blessing that I was, you know, that he invited me to do that. But anyway, so yeah, I want to try to get involved with a couple long care events every year. You guys out there listening, come to these a couple events maybe you come to a local one like kind of like the one we're at right now i mean i'm not saying it's local but you come to like an event like right right now or you definitely come to the expo um and get around people that are kind of going the same direction as you and i think that you know works that way in all you know in faith and in life you know like uh that's how i grow with having you know people in my life like that other mentors and uh uh you know so many people that you know work within a lot of areas of life but even in in lawn service like it's not about us only just go out mow and get paid the 50 dollar um i mean that's the start of it but but what about you know being a part of this whole community in general is just crazy you know like uh so cool to be able to come here today and Thank you for letting me come on your podcast. Like that's a huge honor to me. Thank you. You are welcome, Tony. So he mentioned uh, the Equip Expo. Uh, you know, plan plan ahead for it now. And uh, definitely, Jason Creel. As you missed this year's one, by the time this episode comes out, <laughs> I'm sure we had a splendid time in in Springville. But uh, he'll probably be doing it again next February. So that that would be awesome if you came to that. It's Hundred acres, family atmosphere. It's it's uh, the Creoles are great. It's laid back country life, um, so it'll fit you well. Yeah, and yeah, uh, he's got his. They do catering all the time, so he's got his kids, you know, on the, serving the food. And oh wow, it's uh, his brother in law, and it's a very family experience. So very con- very uh, country. Yeah, yeah. So I I want to get out to that, and um, <clears throat> so many great events. You know, it's cool because like ten years ago. I mean, there's really nothing. I mean, little to nothing, right? So it's yeah. it's cool now that um, yeah, things are going on. So uh, all right, well, I got to use the restroom. I've been holding it for about uh, probably 20 minutes. I had to go about 20 <laughs> minutes ago, and I keep having to go. And I'm gonna just need to go so I don't go on my pants here. Yeah. Um, you guys can meet Tony at, at the uh, morning show at Equip Expo. I'll be interviewing Absolutely. him at 9 a.m. on Thursday of the show. Um, it's been standing room only every year since Incredible. we moved in the ballroom. Yep. So we hope to keep that going um, and uh, come, come come out and uh, hang out with us. So I'm going to go use the restroom. All right, and, buddy. Uh, yep. See ya. See ya.
Hey, it's Paul. Is it time to elevate your lawn care business with Jobber? As a field service management software, Jobber has been a game changer for me since 2019, streamlining everything from quotes to payments and making customer communication a breeze. Tap the link in our show notes and see why over 200,000 home service pros trust Jobber to grow their business. Click the link in today's show notes or visit getjobber.com forward slash Paul to learn more. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.